guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Rock Podcast. All right, guys, really quick, really quick intro before I um, bring in our guest because I want her to be part of the intro as well. Um, new shirts, new merch are launching this week. So when this comes out on Thursday, on Sunday, I will be releasing our new t-shirts, which is like a groovy style. If you guys are watching from YouTube, you guys will be able to see. Um, I'm going to be obviously posting some pictures on social media on our account. So um, just keep in touch with that. But they're really nice. The front is very groovy and the back of the shirts are really nice. Um, I'm just really excited for this shirt to come out because it was like what I, my vision just was a lot better than what, you know, when I first drew it out, but, um, yeah, new merch dropping this Sunday. So it's limited time. And, um, yeah, anyways, stay tuned on our Instagram for like time information and stuff. All right, guys. So today's guest is someone I'm really excited to introduce because she's a really good friend of mine. And I'm sure if you don't know who she is, you probably will. And, um, she recently changed her Instagram name to her full name, but our guest today is Alejandra Baron. Hello, Alejandra. Hello. So she is, now she's more of a lifestyle influencer, but she, when I first met Ale, she was a really big fitness influencer, but now she's transitioning a little bit more into lifestyle. She's an online trainer and now she's a mom. Mm-hmm. And I brought her on because I want her to kind of talk about her journey as a mom. I haven't had a mom yet on the podcast. So I want her to share her journey, her story, because I know she really hasn't had the opportunity to tell her story. You know, through Instagram, there's only so much you can share with people. So this is a great platform for her to talk about her story, her transitioning into the mom life, how she's been able to balance it all, all the ugly parts about it and everything. But before we get into all that, let's do a little quick intro of last night. So last night, Ale and I went, and Chris, we were all out. Uh, we went out to eat, and um, there's a new spot here in Houston. It's a sister restaurant to a sushi place called Uchi. The restaurant we went to yesterday was Uchiko, and it was like a um, sushi, like higher-end sushi spot. We had a few drinks. I think, Ale, you had what, three? I had three at the restaurant, yeah. I had two. Chris had two. And then we went to a bar, continued drinking. It was a really fun time. I feel like yeah, it really was. That <laughs> yeah. bar was really really nice. I yeah, really so it. I was telling Ale, I think when you're like in your early 20s, you just like are like, "Fuck, let's go to the clubs and, you know, like party, get party and get fucked up <laughs> and have sweaty people all around you." And now the older I get, I'm like, I don't want anyone close, close to me. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like if I can feel the their body heat, yeah. they're too close. Like I don't like it. I don't like going to bars like that. I just stop myself from going because then if I do go to a club or something, then I end up getting a section because I don't like having people around. Yeah. But it's also expensive to always get a section. Like I don't want to do that. And also like, it's just nice to be able to go out to like a bar and have drinks, but also be able to have conversations. Right. When you're at a club, like it's all about just drinking and partying and dancing. But sometimes like you just want to have like good drinks and good conversations. Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, yeah, yesterday our conversations went from like all over the place. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I asked her, I was like, hey, because there was this guy um, sitting across from us and he was just like an older guy. And I was like, hey, like, would you be into that guy if he was like a sugar daddy? She's like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not my type. She's like, he would have to be a hot older guy, but he would have to be much older. And then I'm like, like who? And so she points out a picture of the guy from 
365 days I'm sh- mm-hmm. that show on Netflix, guys. And his name is you. I didn't even know what his name was. Massimo. Well, I think that's what his name is, Massimo. Massimo something? Yeah. I think that guy is so attractive. Chris thinks I'm <laughs> messed up in the head because I think this guy is so attractive. But I also have daddy issues. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm into the like older guys. Like I'm into the guy who plays in power. Like he's my... If I was single, those are the guys I would go for, like the older, handsome guys. But yeah, we were just cracking up because I was like, this guy is like old for you. I'm like, this guy is like perfect for me. He looks like he's like 45. I just, he, like I was telling you, I feel like if I were to see him on the street with like just normal people clothes and if I had never seen him in that movie, I'd be like, he's just a regular person. But yeah. I feel like the movie's what makes him like seem like this amazing man. True. But, I don't know. I don't think I could do a sugar daddy. That to me, like, I just couldn't spend time with someone I don't want to spend time yeah, with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, especially now. I'm like, <laughs> you're not do that. I don't even have time for myself. <laughs> exactly. um, but yeah, so last night was really fun, guys. We just, I wanted to take Ale out. And like I said, Chris and I aren't really big partiers anymore, but we love bars and the place that we went to last night chris actually found they had the best espresso martini yesterday was my first time time trying an espresso martini and i i'm glad i did because i tried it at the restaurant and it was so strong and then i tried it at the bar and the bar one was just like perfect it was a lot sweeter a lot sweeter i feel like that that will be our like after dinner bar spot for me and chris because it was such a nice vibe like we were able to conversate Mm -hmm. and it wasn't too loud the vibe was nice the the lights it's all about the ambiance the vibe the vibe the vibe was so good so it's called clarkswood i believe clarkwood clarkwood yeah um here in houston um so if you guys want to check it out it's it's really nice but all right so let's get into the episode a little bit so i'll give you guys a little bit of a background of how ale and i met we met in 20 so i moved to houston in 2016 2018 i met you like 2019 i think right i don't i think it was not that long after you moved here okay because i moved in september so was it only a few months after I, I moved here? I think so. Or, yeah, I think yeah. so. Because, well, actually, maybe it was 2019 because that's when <clears throat> I was dating my ex. Okay. And that's why I actually came out here to see you. Because okay, yeah. remember, I was in Dallas and I just drove out here. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Because yeah. I was like, did you come and see me from Denver? No, I was visiting him. And then yeah. I... You had just moved here. So uh-huh. I was like, um, you know what? Like, it, I'll just make the drive. Yeah. And it's not that far from here. I think it's like three hours. That was like three and a half, four hours. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Because I was, I, yeah, I was trying to remember, like, <clears throat> did you fly in? Yeah. So we were keeping up with each other through Instagram. And I loved Alice stuff because I was like, I was like, dude, this girl is fucking hardcore beast. Because it's hard. Like, as a female, guys, I, I just like train very intense. Mm-hmm. And, you don't see a lot of females training as intense as we do unless they're competitors. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they're competitors, you know, they, they train hard, but if they're not competitors, girls just kind of like go through the motion, especially back in the day too, when fitness wasn't so hot as it is now. And so I started following Ale because I just loved her dedication to the gym. She was so disciplined and just like, she just lived a lifestyle that I loved and that I was doing as well. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of clicked from that. And then she came and visited me and we just, we clicked, clicked yeah. right away. It was great. It was like just like a two, three day trip. I think you only spent like a few days here. Well, actually, 
in Dallas I did, but when I came to see you, I was only here that day. Oh shit, was it really? Just yeah, one I remember day? I drove here in the morning and then I ended up leaving because you were like, why don't you just stay? And I just ended up driving back. Oh dang, I don't remember that. But that was the, I remember we went to work out and like that same day was like when we were starting to plan Unleash Her. Unleash Her, yeah. Which was kind of crazy because it was the first day that we met. Yeah, that is. And then we planned this whole event. <laughs> yeah, so then she came back, you came back down with Jackie, which was a mutual friend of ours too. Uh, Jackie was doing, I don't even remember her Instagram name. What was her Instagram? I think it was just her name. name? Yeah. She was doing fitness too, guys, and so it was like, uh, and Jackie was your roommate at the time or no? No, but best you, friends. Just we were best, best friends. friends, yeah. And we were like, fuck it, let's do an event together. Oh and we God. threw, they came back. So she came back down to visit me. Jackie came with her and we all just cl clicked. And um, yeah, we put together the Unleash Her event and it was mm -hmm. so much fun. I feel like that event, we learned so much from, I learned so much about myself and then we learned yeah. so much about each other. Mm -hmm. And like the event was like a woman's retreat, guys. So we did like a, an hour of a workout but it was like a full day retreat we gave them like goodie bags meals um and they just came and we got guest speakers to speak we each yeah. spoke about our story you know i personally talked about uh you know what i went through in my household with domestic abuse and then i know you talked about you know your relationship with your dad mm -hmm. and cheating and things like that um jackie i can't remember what she was talking she talked about do you remember no, honestly, I don't. I had, I don't even remember what I talked about fully. Cause like when I went up on stage, I was like, I kind of blacked out. Dude, I fucking blacked out. I don't even remember. I was I, just like, sweating. I, I remember I got out. I got off from stage and I was like, what the hell did I just say? Like mm -hmm. I didn't remember anything. No, um, so. I can't remember what she said, but we did have like different guest speakers. We had like a single mom, Karen. Um, and it was it was such a great event. Yeah. I definitely think it was a learning experience for us all, and it was mm -hmm. like a you know, Chris helped, you know, um, Ale has like friends in Denver that helped a lot, yeah. Ben Martin, um, and stuff like that. And so we all kind of threw this idea at the guys that we knew and were our friends are like, we want to do this. Can y'all help us run with it? Mm -hmm. And we did. And it was like so amazing guys, but it's honestly yeah. throwing events is a lot of fucking work. Oh yeah. So hard. And you don't really make money from it. No, <laughs> I don't think we made any fucking money. We lost money. money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if we did another event, I think we would handle it differently. Very we learned differently. a lot. And I think we would sh we should do like a two-day event. Yes. Doing all that in one day was a lot. Was was too much. Yeah. But it was it was so much fun and we learned mm -hmm. so much from each other. And then from there we've just Ada and I have kept in touch. And she yeah. lives in Denver. You know, you guys know I live here in Houston. And um I went last year to her baby shower and and then she had Elijah last year mm -hmm. and yeah, this year I was like, hey, you need to come visit me because you haven't left your house. Like, yeah. let's plan a girl's trip or come visit me. And so she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go visit you because I need some time to for like <laughs> get out of. Yeah, for me and get yeah. out of this like little mom funk that I'm in. And I was like, dude, you tell me when and mm -hmm. I'll make a whole weekend out of it. And it's been so she got here on Friday and I was like, perfect. So well, we got to spend a few days together. She leaves today. But I was like, OK, this will be the perfect opportunity for her to come on the podcast mm -hmm. and talk about her story. So let's get into that. So last, no, not last year. I was competing in 20, I competed in 2020. Mm -hmm. So 2020, I can't, she was coming to my NPC <coughs> show and then I had canceled the show because I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. As yeah. if you guys, sorry, if you guys know the whole story or don't know, I can't, I was like three weeks out and I was in severe depression and I was like, I can't go through with my show. She had already booked 
to come to my show. So I was like, you know, just come before, come just mm-hmm. become before the show. So she ended up coming down to visit me. And then like maybe two weeks before I was supposed to compete. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we came and she, I wasn't, I didn't have my period at the time because of how lean I was. But I remember you telling me like, oh, I'm supposed to start my period, but I'm just like, meh. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of like, oh, you'll get it. Yeah. You'll get it. <laughs> it's so funny because I was here like, how I was here for a couple days, right? Like, yeah, you were here for like three days. And I remember just feeling like, so like I was holding on to a lot of water. I just, I was feeling off mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to start my period. Mm-hmm. And so... I didn't realize that I was actually pregnant when I was here. Yeah. <laughs> we were and drinking wine. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We were drinking a lot a of wine. So, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. And then I go back and I think a few days later I take a pregnancy test and I find out I'm pregnant. Did you feel like, cause you, did you take it cause you didn't get your period Were you kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna but take one? I took it just to ease my mind. Like oh, I yeah. didn't, I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. Like, I just, I just want to be sure. Yeah. And then I took it and it was positive and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like I was not expecting it. Yeah. 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 And I think, did I, I think I called you or you called me like two weeks later. I think I called you. Okay. Tell you. Yeah. And I was in the car and I was like, Hey, did you ever get your period? And she's like, so that's why I'm calling you. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is she going to say? You were like, I'm fucking pregnant, dude. Like that yeah. was your words. Cause Ali uses this dude a lot. She's like, I'm freaking pregnant, dude. I'm like, I was like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Okay. How do we feel? Are we happy? Do we need to be happy? Do we need to be upset? Because we can go in both directions. And yeah. I felt the same. I did the same thing with my sister because I wanted to, you know, sometimes people find out they're pregnant and they're not excited about it. And mm-hmm. you don't want to come off of like, Oh my God. Yay. And you don't know how they're feeling. So I was yeah. like, okay, how do we feel about it? Are we happy or are we not happy? <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm happy. I mean, I'm very confused, but yeah. you were happy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever, and I asked you this earlier, did you did you ever think about not having the baby? I mean, it is. So, I mean, I feel like we kind of need to. We'll go into the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I did, uh, like, I thought about it. It's a yeah. thought that crosses your mind obviously because like especially in my situation where like I wasn't with um the person um I was like I don't know what I'm going to do like this is going to be really hard like and you think of all the things like this is going to change my life it's going to ruin my life like I don't know if I'm ready for this so it's definitely something that I that did cross my mind but at the end of the day like I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason and I feel like God was like, you know, like this is happening. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like a no brainer. Yeah. But to keep him. Yeah. Okay. So let's go into your story a little bit because I don't think you've shared this with (laughs) anyone, anyone besides your close (laughs) friends. So are you okay with saying his name? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you and Elliot met like a little bit before you came to Houston, right? Yeah. So I think we had met like a month or a month and a half before. Yeah. I just remember you telling me you were having a great time with this guy and you were going yeah. out and he was like, there's so much chemistry. And mm-hmm. yeah. So I just remember you telling me that. Yeah. We had met on Instagram and like, we didn't even 
talk a ton mm-hmm. through Instagram or like through text or anything. But like I knew that he was a really like attractive attractive guy. Like I really liked who he was on Instagram and who he like showed himself to be. And so I was like, we should hang out sometime. And so we went on a date and this was like right after everything started opening up back in Denver. So like the bars, mm-hmm. like there was nothing really open, but we ended up going to a tiki bar for our first date and it was amazing. And we hung out like pretty consistently after that. Um, <clears throat> and then I came out here, um, obviously like I said, I didn't know I was pregnant, but we were obviously hooking up and yeah. like, I really liked him. I really enjoyed spending time with him. Um, but we didn't really have that conversation about like, okay, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? We were just having fun. We were just like enjoying each other's company. Um, and I was in a position where I wanted something more serious. I don't think he was at the time, but like I said, we didn't have that conversation. So that's where we were. And then I find out I'm pregnant. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy yeah you're like um I'm pregnant and I was like wait with the guy you we just talked about the other day and you were like yeah I was like damn that's a lot to take in like yeah I mean it was very scary because yeah I was pregnant with someone's baby that I had just met like I didn't know him for very long right so it was really hard because um I come from a very like religious family very traditional so like and out of my siblings and everyone like I feel like I'm the more responsible one the more like independent one so for me to be like the one that's like oh I'm pregnant and I'm not with you know my baby's father yeah was I don't know it was it was really hard and I felt a lot of shame I felt a lot of like embarrassment um in the beginning mainly and especially because like with my job, it's all on social media. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, how, I was really concerned about what it would look like to other people. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> like, I think it's just, that's just a normal thing, you know, especially yeah. with how it happened. Um, I think you handled it really well though. Like sh- you kept it private and I feel like that, that was your life like you didn't need I know I'm and I know you told me you know so many people probably reached out to you and were like who are you with are you with someone blah 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 I wanted to get the details because when you're on social media everyone feels entitled to know more about it Mm -hmm. but I feel like you kept that so reserved and like your emotions so reserved and I Mm -hmm. think that's like you just handled it really well like you could have been if you wanted to you could have obviously been more open but I feel like at the time like you said you were going through something like like not rare but like you're it wasn't traditional at all yeah you know so you were mm-hmm. guiding your own self through this journey yeah. and I think you handled it well um and from you what you told me you know I was really shocked at the way that your family handled it well, too. Yeah, actually, I was, too. So when I found out, um, I was actually living with my parents again because I was in the middle of, like, trying to find an apartment. So I was living with them for a little bit. And I remember, like, so when I told them, I, the first person I told was my sister. Yeah. And I sent her a picture of a pregnancy test. And she's <gasps> like, 
You couldn't have waited till I got home to tell me. Like, you had to send me a picture of a pregnancy test. Dude, I could just see her driving, like, fucking. <laughs> I always, like, her sister is so much fun, guys. Um, she's um, a good time. She's a good time. And her personality is just crazy fun. Like, she has such a bubbly personality. Mm -hmm. So I can, like, just be, like, I could just see her. And, like, she's also, like, she loves the Mexican culture. So she, like, says stuff. So I could just be, like, like fuck. Like, I could just yeah. see what she, like, what she was feeling that day. Yeah, I know. So... And the crazy thing is, when I texted her, she was in the baby aisle at Target. What her the? Friend. Yeah. What was she doing there? Um, I think she was like her baby. Her friend has a baby. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay, okay. But it was so weird because yeah. like I texted her this pregnancy test, and she was in the baby aisle. Oh so, shit! Yeah, and then the second person I told was my brother. He was obviously shocked, and he kind of got teary eyed, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <clears throat> and then so. I was like, okay, the next person or the next people I have to tell are my parents. Like I have to, they're going to find out. So I, like I was telling you, like, I'm like, where can I tell them? Um, like what location can I tell them in where they're not going to like flip out on me or like cuss me out? So I was like, it needs to be somewhere public because if we do it here at the house, <laughs> I feel like my dad will go off on me. You know, even though I was 24 at the time, like I was very independent. I was just living with them because I needed to yeah, for a little bit but like yeah. um so i was still nervous they're still your parents yeah. you know especially with how it happened so i took them to a restaurant and i remember i was like i have to tell you guys something <laughs> and then they were like what and like their first reaction was like you're you're moving out again like are you and my mom was like actually are you moving to like a different state because i had kind of talked a little bit about it uh -huh. So like that's what they were thinking. They were worried. They were worried <laughs> like, that I was gonna move leave away. them again. Yeah. And so I I tell them I'm like, no, I'm pregnant. And I, it was silence. Like <laughs> nothing. All you hear is Mexican music in the back as we were at a Mexican restaurant. And like chips breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it was quiet and then I mean, they both started to get like teary eyed and yeah. my dad has always wanted to be a grandpa, like He's amazing with kids and so is my mom. But um, I mean, they started crying. And from that moment, they were they've always been very supportive. Yeah. Like they were very excited. Um, they ended up taking a shot after to like celebrate that I was pregnant. Wow, that, OK. Um, and obviously, like they were like, OK, so who's the dad? Like, yeah. You know, because I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. But what I really appreciated at the time is like they weren't like asking all those questions like they were just like happy for me yeah so now let me think that i know that makes a huge difference oh, like yeah. it's because you expect your parents to be like who's dad so what are you gonna do are y'all gonna live together are you gonna get married is he yeah. gonna be part of like i can't imagine like because that's what makes you even more nervous having to answer all these questions that yeah. you probably didn't know yourself like the answers to <laughs> And I think that is so amazing that your parents were just like, we're here for you. Yeah. We're happy for you. We'll figure it out as it goes. And that's not very common for right. Mexican Especially parents. Mexican parents. Yeah, no. So I was really surprised at the reaction. I feel like my dad would have been like, is that Minta? Or like, what? I feel like that's probably what they thought in their head, but like they didn't say anything. <laughs> so I, I was very grateful that yeah. they didn't. Because yeah. I mean, in that situation, I already, like I told you, felt a lot of shame, yeah. a lot of embarrassment. So... Um, and I felt like in a way, like I was letting my parents down 
because my mom always told me to like no sex before marriage and yeah. I'm like come on yeah like, like come on we're in t- <laughs> like yeah no I know so she probably thought like I was a virgin and then I tell her I'm like you should have been like uh, people are like I only had sex once and I was drunk <laughs> and I got pregnant <laughs> Yeah, I know someone I mean, like that. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, my my mom, my parents were the same way. My dad and I never had like the sex talk, but my mom was like, "You gotta never have sex until you're married." And yeah, I, was like, I mean, that was very it? much what how I grew yeah, up. Yeah, so I mean, and that's just like my parents are Catholic too, yeah. so like that's just how they think. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was a really hard conversation to have, but from that point on, they were very supportive. Um, and then when I told Elliot, um, I actually sent him a text and I was like, Hey, can we talk? And he said that in that moment he knew like, Oh shit. So he calls me right away. And I was like, um, can we like hang out later so we can talk? And he's like, well, well, what do you need to talk about? And I was nervous. Like, I was like, I don't know how to say this and I don't want to say it through, FaceTime. Yeah. But he saw it as soon as I FaceTime him, he saw it on my face that I was like, yeah, something, something was yeah. up. Yeah. So I told him through FaceTime and then he was in the middle of a shoot and <gasps> yeah. Oh shit. I didn't know that part. Oh my God. Yeah. He was in the middle of a shoot and, um, he had to finish it. He had to like continue until he was done. And then at, right after he was done, I went over his apartment and we talked about it and, um, that was another hard conversation because obviously we weren't together. We had just met not that long ago. And so, um, I told him, I'm like, I only see one option. Like I'm going to keep this baby and like, you can be a part of his life or of their life. I didn't know. Obviously it was a boy. Um, I was like, you can choose to be a part of his life or not. Like either way, like I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, because I didn't see, um, ending the pregnancy as an option. Right. And what so. did he say? He was like, well, like, I'm, I'm going to do this, like, with you, like, whether we're together or not, or, like, oh, I want to be a part of their life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it was really hard and weird yeah. because I'm, like, going through a pregnancy with someone that I don't really know. And honestly, like, that kind of caused, like, um, a shift in our relationship yeah. because the focus became on the pregnancy and on the baby instead of mine and his relationship. Right. And <clears throat> I personally wanted to continue to like go on dates and talk and get to know each other more. Um, but he kind of wanted to like pause on like our relationship and just mm-hmm. focus on him. So that was hard because I was like, I had no idea what was going to happen with our relationship. Right. So. No, I remember when you and I would talk about it. I was like, I feel like you were so, the way you were handling it was not. Guys, Ali is so calm and collected. <laughs> At least I feel like every time she, like, she's just so patient. I would have been like, man, you want to be with me or or what? Like, <laughs> I feel like I would have been like, plus all those hormones in your system. Like, yeah. she was just like, you know, we are putting the you know, focus on the pregnancy and on the baby because more than anything, we just want to have a healthy relationship for the baby. Mm -hmm. And I remember you also telling me, you're like, I like him and I want to be with him, but I don't want him to be with me just because I'm pregnant. Yeah. I want him to be with me because he wants to be with me. Yeah. So I think 
that more than anything was kind of like the reason too you were a little a little bit more patient because you're like you know i don't want to push him into a relationship which i think is so smart you know yeah. you you want him you want him to make the choice that okay yes i want to be with her and plus she has my baby you know it's yeah. not like oh she has my baby so i have to i'm forced to be with mm -hmm. this person now yeah. and i think that's where you were going with that but it what you were going through and like just being patient and to be honest guys as an outsider i didn't understand it like i'm scratching my head and i'd be like oh my god dude like how is she just so calm i feel like my ass would have been like fucking at his place every day like <laughs> oh my do you, you want to be with me or not you want to be mean, with me or not <laughs> honestly like i thought about it yeah. like those are feelings i definitely felt and i did feel like a lot of confusion like i was I don't know like I, I like I said I wanted to be with him I wanted right. to work things out but like I knew that if I applied more pressure it was just going to push him away right and so during the nine or eight and eight and a half months that I was pregnant like I felt like I really had to be patient with him yeah um and, and I think as your friends too like your family and friends I don't know about everybody else but for me like I also felt like I hardly ever asked you asked you a lot about him mm -hmm. because i didn't want you to feel like some girlfriends are like so what so is he gonna be there for you like yeah. you know what i'm putting mm -hmm. that pressure more on you of having answers whereas my focus was okay i just gotta make sure my friend is okay yeah and i would be like are you okay are you good are you mentally good because if i you know asked you so what how are things with you and elliot like are you guys working like i feel yeah. like it was more pressure on you of having to have answer questions that you didn't personally know either yeah you know i mean i was just trying to figure it out as yeah. we went so yeah. like because i had no idea what was going to happen and to be honest like during my pregnancy i was just mentally preparing myself to be a single mom mm -hmm. like i'm this is just what i'm gonna do and it the hard part was that he was around he was going to all the uh, appointments with me um, we would talk every single day. So I was continuing to grow feelings for him. <clears throat> but, um, and we were kind of doing relationship things and he was meeting my family. So like, I felt like things were heading that way. Um, but I also wasn't sure. So I felt like I needed to mentally prepare myself yeah. just to be a single mom, yeah. you know? So, and to me, that also was something that was very scary because I never... You're never like, oh, I want to, you know, your, your your goals are always like, I want to start a business. I want to do this. I want to make this much money. I want to, no one's like ever like, I want to be a single mom. Right. Like ever. Right, right. So like for me, like I always envisioned me like, you know, getting a boyfriend and then dating and then getting engaged, like doing things like the right way. Right. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. So to me, that was very hard. To think like, okay, I'm going to be a single mom. Yeah. You know? But I think also like the way you handled it, like was so great in the sense of like, also like you were like, I'm going to move out. You told your parents like, I'm moving out. Mm -hmm. I need to find my place for me and for my baby. Yeah. And then you also like your work gear changed. Cause I remember you telling me like, I need to make sure I'm good now and I'm good up to like a year after having him because I want to make sure that I'm okay yeah. and that he's okay and we don't need anyone else. And she was literally like 
fucking pregnant over here transitioning to an apartment fucking furnished the whole damn apartment because when i went to go visit you like your whole apartment was furnished she was like everything was like checked off she like and i and i love that that you did not ever fall into like at least from what i know and i'm sure you had your 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 bad days where like you got in your head but you didn't let it tear you down you Mm -hmm. didn't play the victim card and like I'm just going to live with my parents and this baby's going to be raised here. And my parents are going to be the one that helps me raise them the most. You were very like, I'm going to be in charge. This was my, you know, what my responsibility, I'm going to take care of it. And you did that. Yeah. And I think not many women, women could say that they could do that. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, it was really scary because like, I did not want to live by myself. Yeah. being pregnant like that to me was really scary but I knew also that my mom and my dad they they're very loving parents but they're very opinionated and so I knew if I stayed there they would give their opinions about everything that I was doing with like how I was raising him so I felt like I needed to do that and it really did like shift something in me where I was like I need to do this for him like I need to work harder I need to get us a home because I didn't know if Elliot was going to be in the picture or not so I mean becoming a mom definitely makes you work your ass off yeah because now you you're like especially if you think you're going to be a single mom it just changes something within you and you're like I need to do this for for my baby it's not like I'm doing this for me anymore because sometimes I feel like like And me being the kind of person that I am, like, I felt like at that time for me to work harder and for me to feel like I needed to step it up, I needed a bigger reason other than myself. And so having him, I feel like was that reason. So yeah, yeah, it was scary though, living by myself while I'm pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I'm sure like for your parents, it wasn't easy. Like you were saying yesterday for them to be like, like yeah, my daughter's pregnant and she's living on her own. Mm -hmm. But I think that was so brave and so great of you because I feel like you're also the type of person like me, you you really like your privacy and your Mm -hmm. space. And I think that was what you were wanting to do is have your own space and like your own home for you and your baby. And Mm -hmm. you created that. Um, So I think that's really, really brave, which guys, it's just not, not saying that you have to do that, but it's so, it's so hard, like as a female to be like, have to be the strong one all the time. And I feel mm-hmm. like you were that. Um, when did you decide, okay, I'm going to have a home birth? <clears throat> well, to be honest, like I was always interested in home births, even before I got pregnant. Um, and I would watch like documentaries on it. And then as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I knew that's the route that I wanted mm-hmm. to take. Um, so what I was doing, because I still wanted to be safe about it. I was seeing my midwife, um, but I was also still seeing my uh, doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, my regular doctor that was helping me with like my pregnancy. So I was kind of having both like the more natural way, but then also like the more traditional way Mm -hmm. with like doctor. So all my appointments, I would have both. Um, And then I just started doing a ton of research on home births and like basically just home births versus hospital births because Um, my sister with her friends she didn't have like she would tell me her stories about like they were kind of like horror stories from hospital births Uh and just the more research I did and the more I listened to other moms share their stories about their home births the more I felt like that is what I wanted to do 
So um, when I told Elliot that that's the route that I wanted to take, he was very supportive and he was like, are you sure? Like, that's kind of crazy, but like, yeah. that's what you want to do. Yeah. When you told me that, I was like, <laughs> I was like, of course, of course, Alan would. I'm like, she, and, and Alan's so strong and like, like thinking back at like your whole story, I'm like, bro, like she is so, you are such a strong fucking woman. And then still, yeah, you're doing all this shit on your own. You're like, I'm going to have a home birth. Like, <laughs> like you at no point showed any signs of weakness. And I'm just like, okay, babe, if that's what you want to do. I was like, are you, are you not scared? And you were like, yeah, but you know, I'm, I, I really want to do this. And I'm like, yeah. all right, okay, let's do it. I mean, yeah, I, I it, it's scary. Obviously yeah. birth is freaking scary. And especially like, I mean, the, my whole home birth experience was, um, I had listened to so many stories that I had like a vision of what mine was going to look like. And it was not how it ended up. Really? Being. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to have my baby in, like, the water and that it was going to be very calm and very, like, and I had him, like, literally, I'm, like, kneeling. <laughs> I'm holding on to my mom with one hand and holding on to Elliot with the other. And, like, I'm just, like. Like, kneeling. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, like, that's how he came out. He plopped on the floor. Yeah. So it was wild. Yeah, that's how my cousin Salah, I do had him, like, she was, like, leaning on the toilet and she just. But you know, you know it, it brought him out in that position. And it's crazy because like that is a natural, natural way mm -hmm. that it's supposed to be the natural way to do it. Like in hospital births, they lay you on the bed. And like from what I read, that is a position that they put you in because it's the easiest position for the doctor to see everything. Right. But for me, if I when I was in labor, laying down was the worst pain ever like I needed to be moving around I needed to be like sitting or just trying to find different positions to be comfortable in yeah so I could not imagine just laying on a freaking bed for yeah for hours and yeah. I actually heard the same thing and now like talking to you through it I'm like I don't think if I ever was to have a child like with the way that I am I can't even fucking sit in a bathtub for 30 minutes I would have to be like moving around, yeah. like doing something. And I can't imagine just, yeah, like laying there for like thir like 13 plus hours or yeah, however no. long these labors are. But mm -mm. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and honestly, the home birth was, it was, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be because like I said, I thought it was going to be in the water when I had him. But when I was actually in the little pool, it slowed down my labor a little bit and I was in more pain for some reason. So Every birth is different. Every mom is different. And so, um, did you feel weird? I know this is a weird question, but did you feel weird just being butt ass naked in front of like your mom and Elliot? Just like, honestly, like that literally like, it was the last thing I was thinking about because <laughs> the, the contractions were just, and yeah, it's a, a natural birth. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I did not give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I was just, <laughs> worried about the contractions because they were so so painful and I honestly got to a point where I was like I don't know if I can do this like I might need to go to a hospital and I remember telling my midwife that and I was like I can't do this and she was like if we it, you're at the point in your labor that if we if we like take you to a hospital you're gonna have your baby in your car like or in the ambulance oh shit so she's like you're so close you can do this and so yeah, like 10, 15 minutes later, I had him. 
And like, it was like instant relief. Like as soon as I had him, I had no pain. And obviously you're like on, on the high. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was. And you're getting stitched up fucking just stitched up there. No, no pain medication. I had a second degree tear and she stitched me up. But like, even like I was telling you this, the stitching was not painful or like compared to the contractions, it was probably like a three. Yeah. But the contractions were just crazy. Yeah, dude, I so. cannot imagine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I just, I am like, my mom gives me a hard time because she's like, you do, you do so much crazy shit, Jasmine. You get your, your lip filler, your Botox, like tattoos, laser. And so you better, if you ever have a child, you better have it natural. And I'm like, she tells you that? Yeah, because she's like, you do everything else that I would never do, like, like, Pain wise, mm-hmm. you're not gonna sit here and tell me you can't do a natural birth, but I don't know if I could do a natural birth like that because I am a little baby when it comes to like not even my baby, my cramps are just so bad, but I cannot imagine that level of cramps plus stitching in my vagina. I feel like I would just like pass out. Yeah. I feel like I would just pass out. But honestly, like birth is just a crazy thing in general. Yeah. And like the woman body is incredible when it comes to giving birth. Like that's what we're made for. Right. You know? So, and if you think about it back then, that's how everyone did it. There was right. no pain medicine. So it, like every woman can give birth. Every woman for the majority of, you know, of them yeah. can do it. Like your body is meant to do it. And even though it's painful, like you can get through it. Yeah. It's just like, it's kind of like that mental block that you have. Did to you ever through. feel like, cause for me, like, you know, when my cramps are really bad with my endometriosis, they're so bad to the point of like throwing up. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm just vomiting without like even trying to this last time that I was at the hospital, I was like, my cramp was so bad. Like I was like, I'm going to throw up on this nurse. Yeah. He literally gave me a bag and I just like was throwing up from the pain. So I've always wondered, do you think, do women throw? I wondered if they throw up from the pain. Yeah, I threw up. Oh, you did? And it was funny because <laughs> Elliot was holding the the little bowl as I'm throwing up, and he got so nauseous also, and oh, like God, he had to leave because he was he was already. I mean, everyone in the room was like kind of freaking out. Yeah, because they were seeing me in so much pain. So he was seeing me in pain and then see, he was seeing me throwing up and he was like, oh my God, like I'm going to pass out <laughs> if I stay here. Yeah, so. I cannot imagine. Like my mom would be freaking out too. I feel like I could not imagine anyone being in my room and being calm. Yeah, well, no. thankfully everyone was calm. Yeah, that's But good. like I could see it in my, well, now I can see it in the videos. At yeah. the time I didn't really see mm-hmm. or pay attention to anyone else. But my mom in the video, she's just like, like and like she was like just you could tell her like rosary like she was so nervous yeah Yeah. and then elliot had to leave to like another room for a little bit my sister thankfully like she is she was amazing throughout the entire labor and delivery like to me my sister is like just she's a she has a very calming Mm -hmm. um just like personality most of the time Mm -hmm. you know um she has her crazy side all Obviously, everyone has seen it on Instagram, but she was so helpful during my birth and I'm so grateful that she was there and she was like massaging my lower back and like rubbing my head and stuff like that. And those things are like you you need that kind of energy when you're giving birth. So, um, yeah, I was very grateful for her and she didn't have like you. She wasn't, she was nervous, but like she wasn't showing it. Right. Like my mom and Elliot were like, you could see it on their face that they were like, 
really scared. Yeah. And I think it's also because from when I went to your baby shower, your sister was like there for you your entire pregnancy. She mm-hmm. was literally like your partner in yeah. a lot of the things. So I think for she knew like, okay, I have to step up now and mm-hmm. be here for Ale and make sure that I'm strong for her. And I think she did that, which I think is yeah, I mean, not many could say that they had definitely did. friends or even sisters that they could do that. Yeah. Like my sisters would be freaking the fuck. My, my youngest sister would be popping her knuckles and Eurisa would be like, oh shit. Like they, the, uh, yeah, no. So but I think also that's like, a, you never know. Yeah. Like maybe in that moment, like something would change. Changes something. Know. Yeah. Snaps, but yeah. But she was amazing throughout my whole pregnancy and my birth yeah. and even now like she's the best Thea. she is she's so cute yeah uh, she's funny all right so what my question that i wanted to ask you the other day was like did you feel like an instant i always ask this because i wonder like do you did you feel an instant connection with him yeah you had him mm-hmm. like it was like an instant was it like you know how people are like you you love your child more than anything in the world. Was it like, did you feel like a new kind of love pop out or like? Yeah. I mean, and every, every person is different. There's some moms where it does take them a little bit more to connect to their baby. From what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it was instant. Like, cause I was like, finding out how I did and how everything happened. Like I started to really tell myself, I'm like, this is happening for a reason. And I'm like, God is sending me, this little boy for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like throughout my pregnancy, I re- I, I connected with him, you yeah. know, and like I really saw him as like, like he was saving me in yeah. some kind of way. So yeah. when I finally get to meet him, like, and after so many hours of being in pain and yeah. s- such a long and hard pregnancy and birth, like it was just like instant bliss and like, he was just so cute. So yeah, I like, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely did have that connection, that connection right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elliot did too. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I know that some people, you know, it takes them a little bit longer. And I've always wondered, like, because you know, I'm at the point where like I don't know if I want kids. You know, so there's times where I'm like, okay, I want a kid, not right now, but in the future. And then there's days where like I'm like, I don't think I ever want kids. Yeah. I don't even know if I can have kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've always wondered if I were to, if someone were to adopt, do you feel that same connection? Like if you were to adopt a, a baby boy or a baby girl, not like an older, cause I think that's where you have to kind of build the connection. But if you were to adopt a young child and a young baby, would you, would the level of love be the same? Could you develop it the same yeah. as if you had him? You know, I think it depends on the person for sure with like adopting. Like I know for me, like just giving birth mm-hmm. and uh, like creating him and growing him in my belly already made me feel connected to him. Yeah. Um. So I know adoption would probably be very different. Um. Our front, like our our neighbors that live in front of us, they actually have two little kids that they adopted Mm -hmm. and they're fostering a little baby right now. So, but they're very much like the kind of people that are like, they just want to help. They want to make the world a better place. Like, you know, so I feel like it takes a a special kind of person to be able to adopt. Like not everyone would be able to do that, especially like older kids when, you know, especially because like a lot of kids in the foster system, already have a ton of issues and they already had like a rough upbringing. So I think that's 
that would be harder. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, what would you say has been like the hardest thing for you to adjust to as being a mom? Uh, definitely. Like, I feel like lately I've been like in, uh, like in an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like trying to figure out who I am again, just because everything moves so quickly with how everything happened with me. And so I went from being single, not a mom, like living by myself, just worrying about me and my business to now worrying about a little baby, my boyfriend, my business, um, your and, house. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just becoming a, a mom, like you feel like your priority, your duty is your baby. And so I've had a hard time kind of figuring out who I really am again and what do I enjoy. Working out used to be my therapy. It still is, but it's harder to work out. Yeah. So making the time to work out, it it's it takes a lot more work. So it started to feel like a chore to me because it was just not as easy as it used to be like, Oh, like, you know, I'm going to go work out and then I can work, you know, it, now it's like, I need to plan everything and sometimes it doesn't happen. So it makes me feel like, like it's a chore, right? Like working know? out is like, just, Oh God, I got to get it over with. Yeah. Like it's another check mark on your list. Yeah. So that has been the hardest part um, because I'm obviously not who I used to be, but I don't know who this new person is. And I'm trying to balance my new life uh, and still do the things that I love. Yeah. And not just identify so much with being a mom. Like, right. I am a mom, but that's not all I am. And that's the hard part Yeah. sometimes because now, like, that Elijah really is – he is my everything. So it's hard to do anything else without feeling that mom guilt or feeling like I'm not doing it good enough. Yeah. So it's been a long um, struggle, mm -hmm. and I just started seeing a therapist, mm -hmm. which I feel like it's, is what I needed. Um, and I'm going to continue to see her because a lot of times, like, I don't even know what I'm going through. And so Elliot can't help me. Yeah. If yeah. I'm struggling, he can't help me because he doesn't know – understand what I'm going through right so seeing someone really has helped to just like put things in a different perspective and mm -hmm. to help me feel like my feelings are validated yeah. and like I'm being heard so yeah I mean it's definitely a, uh, a journey yeah. trying to find you know who this new person is um but I'm getting there yeah I mean and I think it's amazing for other women to see that even someone as strong as you, as, as fucking dedicated as you were before, mm -hmm. struggle getting back into fitness. I think, you know, a lot of women, yeah, they probably feel blame, like, like, damn, I'm, I'm such a, you know, loser. I don't even know what the word, not even loser. It would be just be like, how can I not get back into shape? But it's like, it's hard. Yeah. Like, it's hard. And for you to be like, it's harder. For, it's, hard for me and I think that's another part of the guilt it's like you have the mom guilt but you probably have this guilt of like you used to be this fucking disciplined yeah. ass person and that's not you anymore but that doesn't mean you're any worse than you were before you know yeah. it doesn't mean you're not a strong person it just means things have shifted and yeah. you're getting used to this you know new ale and, mm -hmm. and that's what I've been you know trying to get you to see like you know I think for everyone 
not everyone, but they, they like to put people in boxes. And when you're in a mom, it's like, okay, you're just a mom. Yeah. And there's women who just want to be labeled as a mom. Yeah. And, you know, I had this conversation with you and I think it's, you know, something that irks me. It's like, they want to be put in the mom box because they want to use the mom box as an excuse as to why they can't accomplish anything else. Mm -hmm. But I think there are women like you who are like, I love being a mom and I, you know, I love my child, but I also want to be more. I also want to be who like who I was, but maybe even stronger now. Like I want to still be able to train, do the things I love, be successful on my own with work without feeling guilty of, okay, like I'm not making my child my priority. Yeah. But I think you are. And I think it's important for you to still try to have everything that you want. I don't think, to be honest, I think as a mom, it's very hard for you to have it all mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah, for sure. I, I, you would definitely need help. You would definitely need nannies. And, and, and then at that point, are you happy with the, the kind of mom that you are? Mm-hmm. But you can still have a good balance of everything else. And I think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of women use like they become a mom or that even like men, they become dads and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't do that because, you know, I had a son or I had a child. And it's like you can't put that blame on that child. It's like you decided to not make it happen by doing X or finding someone to watch it or do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You didn't try to figure out a way because yeah. there will always be a way. Yeah. And I think, you know, it is important for the type of person you are to find your balance again in everything. And it's like what I told you, I don't think you necessarily have to be a person who goes and works out seven days a fucking week anymore, or six mm-hmm. days a week. Find other forms of that. Cause I know that being active to you is really important. Like for me, mm-hmm. but you can find other yeah sources running for example you run two times a week then you go to the gym two times a week that's a perfect fucking balance yeah that's a balance you didn't you didn't have and now you have again you know what i mean and i think it's just not putting yourself in in a box of like okay i'm just a mom or just a wife and that's all i am yeah and i mean that's like where i'm trying to get because elijah's gonna be he's 14 months so i feel like i'm trying to find that balance again and I was just, I used to just identify so much with fitness, you know? And so being disciplined, being consistent, all of that came super easy to me. And so now that I am a mom, that stuff is harder to find. Like finding that consistency, finding that balance, finding that discipline is a lot harder than it used to be. And so that sometimes is what makes me feel like, because I'm not, that and I'm not doing that like I am not doing as good as a job yeah but I know as a mom like I need to be like easier on myself be more kind to myself and like I know I'm doing what I need to do um it's just gonna take time for me to find that balance again and that's why I'm like I I can't have another baby (laughs) anytime (laughs) soon because if I'm like I'm I'm barely getting back to yeah you know finding that balance again and feeling good about myself again and so Yeah. I mean, as a mom in general, like everything falls on you, like caring for the baby falls on you. Everything that has to do with the baby falls on you. So it's a lot more work being a mom is just a full-time job already as it is. So it does make everything harder. But like I told you in the beginning, like Elijah has given me this like sense of like, just like a new motivation Mm -hmm. to get things done and it's a lot harder with a baby 
but I know like I I don't want to use having him as an excuse. Right. And I don't think you do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you do at all. I think right now like you you've never called me up and like ever said that, but I know there are people that do use their children as excuses, but I think for you right now, I think it's not that I think I know it's just, it's going to take you some time and Mm -hmm. you are, you've progressed so much since you've had him. Yeah. And I mean, the, the mom work that you do is absolutely amazing to see too. Like guys, I was just telling Ala the other day, like she is like the perfect representation, at least for me of like the kind of mom that I would want to be like, she literally plans out playtime for him. She has him on a set fucking schedule. Like, she doesn't let him use electronics. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but she's putting in the extra effort for her child. She cooks for him daily to have actual whole foods instead of giving him French fries or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that, if that's the way you're choosing to be, but the way that she's choosing to be, it requires a lot more effort. It's It's not the easy way to be a mom. It's not like, here, so I can go. Or here's this fast food so I can like, you're literally like making things harder for yourself because that's an extra (laughs) hour playtime you're putting because you have to watch him Mm -hmm. and like you have to keep him entertained. That's an extra hour and a half, probably if not more a day that you're in the kitchen cooking his breakfast, lunch and dinner, like Mm -hmm. making sure he's on a routine. Like that means that you have to prioritize him all day because you can't plan anything around the time that you're going to put him to bed because that's his routine. Yeah. So it's like, you are putting a lot more, you know, work, not even work. You're putting a lot more love and attention to your, to your baby than not that a lot, but that some women do. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes it a little bit harder, but I think that makes it great too. I think, you know, it's a great, you know, way of you raising your child. And it just shows like, maybe that that's the way that your discipline is showing now. It's not so much in the gym. It's, the way you're raising Elijah. Yeah. And I didn't really think about it that way. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I do want to take the easy route and like give him fucking Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Like because it's, it's hard, yeah. you know? And like sometimes something that I've struggled with is like when I cook for him at the end of the day, when he's in bed, especially when Elliot isn't in town, like it's easier for me to just order food. Yeah. So, because I don't, one, I don't want to cook and two, I don't want to clean any more than I already have throughout the day. So like there's ways that I know that I'm not being as disciplined as I used to be because like I'll order food and stuff like that. Um, but when it comes to like parenting him a certain way, like these years, I think up until they're five, they're the most important years of their lives because that's when they grow the most they learn the most like their development is so important during this time so it's i i feel like it is my duty to put more time and more effort into how i raise him and how me and elliot raise him because it's really gonna like um i don't even know the word but like it's going to change how he is as a person when he's older right so having him on a schedule is really important not just for for him, but for us, yeah. you know, like creating habits for him. Yeah. And yeah. like he has his bedtime. He at six 30 every day, he's already in, asleep. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, he's gotten used to it at this point. Mm-hmm. So like he wants to be sleeping at that time. Mm-hmm. And then he's awake by like six 37. Um, and it was a lot of work to get to that point, you know, and it was hard, you know, just getting him on a schedule, but 
if you don't get a baby on a schedule, that baby's going to run your life. Yeah. It runs you versus you at least trying to control a little bit of it, you know? Yeah. And it's harder to change as they get older. So thankfully Elliot was very helpful with that. And he was like, okay, we need to put him on a schedule. And we did. And now like his schedule is, it works for us. And the things that work for us might not work for other parents, you know? And like, I, the things that I choose to do, like not give him an iPad and not give him like screen time. That's just my decision. Right. You know, so. That doesn't mean it's the only way. Yeah. yeah. And like, it doesn't mean it's like, it's, it's right for me. Right. It's right for my family. Right. But because other people decide to do it, like that's just a different route that you right. can take, you right. know? So, um, and I like, I was telling you, I'm not going to never give him an iPad. Like there's going to be times where I'm like, okay, like I need time for me. Like Mm -hmm. if we're on a flight somewhere and like he's losing it, like those are times where I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. And I think it's like you said, there's not one route like, and it doesn't work for everyone. Your routine may not work for everyone. I think it is Mm -hmm. great putting a child on routine because like you said, that child doesn't run you, you know, but I think with what something you talked about a little bit too is like there's this like this mom shaming like if you don't do things a certain way or use mm-hmm. certain products or whatever it's like you're being a bad mom and it's like come on moms like y'all need to be fucking helping each other because yeah. like and that's the thing too. we're not here to judge moms you're- are the ones that will shame other moms I know I've heard it so much and I'm like what and it's so sad because yeah. I'm like you are literally going through the same things I'm going through yeah you know you're still trying to figure it out and just because you do things a different way or you, you you parent a different way doesn't mean the way that I'm doing it is wrong mm-hmm. or better than yours or less better than yours, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. I feel like, especially on TikTok, mom shaming is crazy. Like, and I don't know. It's it's really sad to me because I, I just wish they would be more supportive of each right. other, especially because they know what it's like right. to be a new mom yeah so yeah no I feel like it, sometimes it's just like a competition kind of thing like oh I'm doing a better job than you and it makes yeah. them feel internally better but it's only because they're dealing with their own issues I mean yeah. yeah that's when that's people when people judge when people like say mean things it's just like them projecting their own insecurities yeah, onto you so I've had to learn to really not pay attention to what other people tell me and um just focus on how I want to raise him and how me and Elliot want to raise him because at the end of the day, that's really what matters, you know? And like I can learn from other moms or I can, you know, I don't know, like you take bits and pieces of what they're doing. If you want to incorporate into your life. Exactly. Every, and everyone has a different lifestyle. Everyone has different schedules. So like, it's just what works for you and for your family. Yeah, no, I so, agree. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can get to a little bit. How are things with you and Elliot now? They're great. Okay, so he's, because I know you, she's been bringing him up a lot. So they are living together. They're actually in a relationship now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to say that. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's good. We went yeah. to a good little transition. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, things are a lot better with you guys, right? Yes, we mm-hmm. are together. We've been together um and we have a house now and things are really good obviously we're learning how to be parents and be in a relationship which is really hard because we didn't really get the chance to date before Elijah 
So we're kind of doing that now. And it's a lot harder when you have a baby. Yeah. So we're, I think we're doing a good job. Yeah. And he's very much like wanting to make this work just as much as I am. So things are really good. That's thankfully. good. I'm I'm really happy. Yeah. yeah. When she was like, things are really good. Cause I mean, as a friend too, I worry about her and I'm like, Oh my God, please, please dear Lord, please. I hope there's a, a good plan behind this because yeah. I want her to be happy. And I know Ale is not going to take shit from anyone. So I was like, please do like, please be a good guy. Like if I can be there <laughs> no, for her. He's an amazing, yeah. amazing Oh, he man. has. He's, yeah. you know, when I, I met him at the baby shower and he was a great guy, but at that point still like you guys, were, and I get it. Like I, there's no judgment on him at all. Or mm-hmm. like you, I think what you guys went through, the way you both handled it is just amazing to see. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like he could have been some dumbass guy fucking. Yeah. I don't even know what to be doing. And from what I know and like what you told me, like, yeah, he wasn't sure about the relationship, but everything he did, he did for, you know, your baby and to make things good with you. Yeah. You know? And I think mm-hmm. that's so healthy and so important. And now, thankfully, because of that, you guys are now in a loving relationship. Yeah. And I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. So it all worked out. Thankfully. Yeah. Do you feel like... um you know, and I will say, like, from having, like, a lot of my friends, like, you, Aureli, and everyone, you know, they have babies. And I will say that, like, for me, seeing as an outsider and what I already knew, I do think, though, that the mom still takes most of the load. Yeah, Would you sure. agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Elliot works from home. We both work from home. Um, but... I just think that's just how it is, you know? And like, that's also what's been hard because I'm like, I knew I wanted to have kids, but I didn't really know exactly how much time and work it was going to take out of my day. Um, So we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure out like, cause I want to be a, full-time mom but I also want to work full-time yeah you know yeah. so I I need to find that balance which I haven't been able to find and he's really helpful my family's really helpful so when we need help like we always have it um we are thinking about finding a nanny mm-hmm. uh just because they say like it, it takes a village to raise a baby and it really does mm-hmm. and for me like I I feel like it's been hard to let go of that control and let someone watch him um, someone that's not family. Right. But I know that that is going to help me. It's going to help our relationship, but it's just, it's just finding the right person. Right. No. And I, I think that's true. Yeah. I think, you know, my sister, thankfully I'm so grateful for the, she has like a family friend from the baby daddy mm-hmm. that watches Kylie and she used to be a teacher. So the amount of effort she puts mm. into watching Kylie is just absolutely incredible like she literally makes like because kylie's little just like elijah and they're like i think so kylie's my sister's baby they're three weeks apart Mm -hmm. from elijah and this sitter she literally like will make these little creations because she also watches another little baby but makes these creations for kylie like for example she made a sandbox Mm -hmm. out of uh graham crackers so that in case kylie wants to eat it she can eat it Mm -hmm. and then like she just makes all these activities for kylie so it's like it's so like i think it's great to have a nanny and it but it's also great when you have someone that like is also like teaching your child and being interactive with your child because 
I mean, nowadays, yeah, you can have a nanny who's just like puts on the iPad for him and watching him or mm-hmm. whatever. But if you can hire someone that's not necessarily going to do a better job than you, but can really focus on, okay, teaching him skills while you're also working, that mm-hmm. takes a whole load off of you, yeah. you know? And I think it's important. And that's the hard thing is yeah. finding someone that will do all those things. For because, a good rate. <laughs> exactly. Because childcare For not is an not... arm and a fucking leg. Because <laughs> yeah. some of these childcare prices, I'm like, you pay how much? Like yeah. all these people are like, yeah, they, they want to turn me out. I'm like, hell, like it's expensive. It's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like some people are really like, well, do I even want to work? Because my whole paycheck is going to childcare, yeah. which I understand, but it's just like, damn. I mean, I feel like that's why a lot of women do become stay-at-home moms, stay at home moms yeah. because childcare is so expensive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing right now. And we're going to start the process of finding someone. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of nanny I would want is someone yeah. that is helping with their development, someone that is interacting with them and not just watching them, mm-hmm. you know? So... It's going to be hard to find someone like that, but we want to. So, like, we can get some help from yeah. someone that is not family, like, at least, like, a couple of days out of the week. Because yeah. that would really be helpful to me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, during your pregnancy, you know, coming from someone in the fitness industry, were you ever, like, okay, I need a diet during my pregnancy so I don't Hell gain no. weight? Hell no. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and I had done a lot of uh, research, too, about, like, just my pregnancy Mm -hmm. and how like I need to be eating and I it obviously it was hard because I had been so fit my whole life like I've always been very active I've always had a like a a certain body type um so for me to go from being very lean because before I got pregnant I was pretty lean yeah you were um to like now being pregnant and just seeing the number on the scale go up and up and up obviously it was hard but I knew it was for a reason like in that time I'm like this is not my time to worry about how I look even though though it is hard to accept how you look you know because you're gaining a ton of weight um but it was just not my time to worry about that and I, I, I try to stay active during my pregnancy. I was, I had extreme lower back pain. So I only worked out when I felt good. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of it, I just kind of stopped and I would just walk. Um, but during your pregnancy, it's, it's not the time to, you know, go hard in the gym and try and hit PRs. And like, it's not the time to diet. Like yeah. you need to be eating more to nurture your baby. And it was it was a scary thing to think about, okay, how am I going to lose all this weight after he's here, mm-hmm. you know? But I just needed to remind myself, like, like this just isn't my time to worry about that. Yeah. Which, as someone who's very active, it was really hard. Yeah. But that's what I needed to, to, do. to do. What about after having him? Were you like, okay, I need to start dieting now? or? Um, I, it, I didn't really think a ton of... Uh, or about the nutrition part like I just I the first couple weeks after having him I wasn't even eating a ton of food like Mm -hmm. honestly like I didn't take care of myself how I should have because just caring for a newborn was really hard Mm -hmm. and like just learning how to be a mom was really hard and I was breastfeeding so doing all of that was really hard um and I would just forget to eat so once I was cleared to work out, I feel like that's where my focus shifted. And I was like, okay, like 
I, I'm not going to put pressure on myself to lose the baby weight. Mm-hmm. I just want to get back into having a consistent routine. And I finally felt like my body was mine again, because when I was pregnant, like it's almost an out of body experience. Cause you're not, you don't feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. I had pain, lower back pain. So I, I was constantly in pain. I wasn't able to train like I normally did. So it was really hard during my pregnancy to, uh, just feel good. Yeah. You know? So once I had him and I was able to train again, I felt like I was just starting all over again mm-hmm. because I, I felt very weak. Um, I hadn't really trained as consistent as I used to. So that was really hard just slowly getting back into it. But I, I knew I had to take it slow or else I would just hurt myself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. And then I just, I was just eating to feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel like during my pregnancy, it kind of did help me to have a better relationship with food Mm -hmm. because I didn't restrict myself. Yeah. You know, obviously like I knew I had to eat healthy, nutritious food for me and for my baby. But like, if I wanted to have Dunkin' Donuts, if I wanted to have a pizza, I would, I would eat what I wanted to eat. Mm. So that was really helpful. And then after I had birth or gave birth, um, I still kind of continued that, you know, but I was just watching my calorie intake a little bit more, but I wasn't like full on dieting. I haven't full on like dieted since Yeah, it's been a long time. So no, I think it's important to like, that's why I tell people like, it's all about balance because yes, could you have fucking right after had having your baby gone full on diet mode and stuff and lost the weight faster? Probably. But then could you have kept it off? Who knows? Probably not. Cause with your schedule, the way it is, like it's not consistent. So with you at least being like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, but I also am going to, if I really want something, I'm going to have it you almost end up not even wanting to eat bad because like you said, you just kind of want to fuel your body, feel better. And over time, it is going to take a while, but over time, you just start losing the weight naturally. It comes off naturally because you are having, creating healthier habits. You are being more active in the sense of just like walking around more than obviously when you were pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then you're not like just indulging in a bunch of different stuff, like because you don't feel like you're restricting yourself and eventually you lose all this weight and you feel good and you have a good relationship with food, which I think for me personally, it's just been, it's so important to do that Yeah. because I think a lot of people want to go so hardcore. I will say though, as a coach who also trains, I, my, some of my clients are pregnant and some of my clients are post having their baby. I will say that they do have a hard time because they develop like some bad habits where it's like really hard for them to cut out chips or eating out every single day. And that's Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you do have to sacrifice some, you can't just be eating out every day and expect to see the baby weight come off. You do have to try to at least Mm -hmm. eat healthier foods and get some movement in. Yeah. And that's what I tell my clients too, because I have a few clients who they just had their babies not that long ago, but they, they tell me like when I was pregnant, like I took advantage of that time and I ate everything that I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. So they started creating those bad habits during the pregnancy. Right. And so that's why I felt like when I was pregnant, I'm like, I, I know I need to eat healthy for the development of my baby. So I was eating healthy, but I was still like, okay, I can eat extra yeah. calories. So why not like indulge when I want to indulge? Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of times mom will take advantage of the fact that they're pregnant and just eat everything 
because one, you're, you're really hungry. Yeah. Two, your body already is like not your body. So you're just like, fuck it. Fuck it. And, but it does make losing the baby weight a lot harder. Harder. Yeah. So, so it's not about dieting, but it's just about being cautious. Yeah. Of what you're putting in your body. Mm -hmm. Some like, you know, 80% of the time. Yeah. No, I agree. Exactly. I think that's great. I just wanted to get your opinion on that because, you know, coming from a fitness influencer, you know, I, you know, people don't know, maybe they were like, oh, she probably dieted a whole pregnancy or whatever. But I think what you did, Mm -hmm. no, I remember you telling me that too. You're like, I eat Chick-fil-A often or that's what you were craving the most when you were pregnant. Multiple times a week, (laughs) honestly. But Chick-fil-A is the best. It's like not even, you know, if you, I mean, I guess if you have fries all the time, but Chick-fil-A is healthy. I consider Chick-fil-A healthy for me. I mean, Yeah. Like the grilled cheese and sandwiches are fucking healthy. It's one of the healthiest. Yes. But probably not if you're having it like four or five, six times a week. Like I was doing, which honestly is like, it was, it worked out. Yeah. No, it worked out. And Elijah's had fries from Uh Chick-fil-A and he loves them. And I'm like, yeah, you love them because I had them all the time when I was pregnant. Yeah, that's what you were craving (laughs) in my belly. Okay. Um, All right. Let's get into some fun questions before we close it out. So tell me about your nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Did your nipples shrink back down so okay my areola Uh it grew obviously Mm -hmm. like it when you're pregnant and you're breastfeeding your areolas will grow because and they get darker because Mm -hmm. the baby needs to see it so um thankfully mine didn't get dark okay they just grew a little bit um and then i didn't breastfeed for very long so my nipple didn't change a whole lot to okay. be honest. Like they're they're pretty much the, the same. same. Yeah, they, they didn't get too big and then shrunk down, no. or did they sh- did they shrink back down? No, yet they, at all? they've stayed the same. They've stayed the same. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, your breasts got bigger during your pregnancy, right? Yeah, and, and I actually I had a boob job. Yeah, that's what I was gonna right ask. Before, how did it change your boob job? Like, are your boobs now bigger than they were? After your boob job? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Cause you so, got a boob job, like maybe like a year before you got pregnant. No, right? like months, like two months before I got <laughs> pregnant. Yeah. So I didn't remember how <laughs> it's like these girls girl on TikTok where you see they went to go to get their BBLs and like, they oh haven't even recovered from their BBL. Cause BBLs take about eight weeks minimum to recover from and see the result. Mm-hmm. And then like two months later, they get fucking pregnant. I was, I was not <laughs> fully recovered from my breast augmentation. I don't think so. Like, yeah. So then I got pregnant and obviously they grew. Um, I don't think that they changed a whole lot because of pregnancy. My boob job, I feel like is what, like I lost sensitivity in one, mm-hmm. on one breast. Because of your boob job? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, so, and it actually made breastfeeding more painful Oh shit. on that boob. So yeah. I, I lost sensitivity um, but it hurt more to breastfeed on that yeah. breast. So I don't know, like they definitely have changed. Um, like this into the shape? No, the shape is the same. Like okay. they didn't get like saggy, saggy oh, okay, okay. or, um, they just feel more natural, which is what I wanted. Yeah. 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 So th- thankfully they didn't change. A That's whole good. Lot. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was wondering, I'm like, how would that change? your breasts like did they get saggier or no no? and i i think if i wouldn't have gotten a boob job like i was like a a b cup before getting Mm -hmm. my boobs done um and i would hear horror like horror stories of like girls who they had basically nothing Mm -hmm. and then they got pregnant their boobs got really big 
and then they went back to having nothing but they were saggy so that was what scared me yeah, yeah so thankfully sure. i got my boob job right before i got pregnant yeah um or else i'd be just with little boobs and saggy boobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i feel bad i'm just like oh my god and i mean some women they do want to wait till after they're done with all their kids to get their boob job mm-hmm. if they don't have one before but okay so before we close off the vlog have there been moments where you just cry? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like there would be so many. From what you told me and just, like, who I am and, like, when I get overly stressed, like, I just, armadillo mode, fucking close off and just, like, cry. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine there being moments for you where you probably go to your bathroom or closet and just cry a little bit. So, ever since I've had him, I'm a fucking crybaby now. Like, literally, I cry for everything. And I hate it because yeah. even if I'm having a conversation with Elliot about like, uh, I don't know, like our finances or about like a, a little argument, like I literally cry every time. And I'm like, this is not me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I used to not cry ever. Yeah, yeah. But now I cry all the time. And I feel like obviously your your body takes a long time to recover from giving birth mm-hmm. and being pregnant. So my hormones, I feel like they're still like regulating i'm still trying to learn how to manage everything that i have going on so i definitely do have those moments Mm -hmm. and i do have moments where i just like i hate everyone Mm -hmm. not elijah but like yeah yeah. everyone yeah 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 for sure so like yeah i mean we all have those moments and maybe like i have them a little bit more now that i have him just because it's really hard yeah to just be a mom. Yeah, no. So, I yeah, I, I have them, and I think everyone has them, even if you're not a mom. Yeah. Everyone has, has moment. moments. Maybe like except that. guys. Guys, I feel like, are different, but girls Yeah. Are, yeah, like, at least... Babies. I'm not a big crybaby either, but I at least cry deep, like, deep cry once a month, probably, where I'm just like... <gasps> like, <laughs> like, like, just ugly cry, like, once a month in my shower. Like, I just build up build up build up and then chris is like looking over at me in the car and he's like fucking just let it go already and i'm like i can't he's like i don't know why it's so hard for you to cry and i'm like because because i'm not weak and i literally like i would just let it build and he'll just look over it'll be like one random ass day we're going to brunch and my makeup's all done it'll be one song and he's just like looks over because he could just hear like he i guess he feels my hand trembling and he's like fucking just let it out already and i'm like no, you know, I'm gonna make all done. I don't want to cry right now. Um, anyways, all right. So, is there anything you want to leave the ladies with? Um, I mean, I think it's mainly towards moms. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just tell them, like, just be kind to yourself, like, and and don't feel like you need to compare yourself to any other mom. Like, you know, in your heart, how you want to be as a mom, and you know, your way, it maybe it's different from other moms that you know, but doesn't mean that it's worse or mm-hmm. that you're doing a, a bad job. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're all just doing the best that we can. And sometimes like our best on some days is like just getting through it. And some days it's like really like taking charge of your day and like every day it's going to be different. But um, yeah, I just... As long as that you feel like you're giving your best, which I think that's yeah. important. Like, cause I feel like I think some moms may just struggle with the fact where like, maybe I could do a little bit better and maybe they can. So mm-hmm. it's like trying to do a little bit better and then maybe you'll feel better inside. But like yeah. you said, not every day is going to be perfect. 
And maybe your best is a 60% that day. Yeah. You exactly. gave it your best. And, and I, also just like give, make that time for you. Yeah. Like as a mom, like if, if you don't make the time for yourself, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know? So like if you need to wake up a little earlier to do your makeup or to get a workout in, do it. Like do make that time for you because yeah. it's so, so important. And now that you're saying that mm -hmm. you wake up an hour and a half before Elijah so that you, he like, and I love that you said that. So he doesn't run my day. Mm -hmm. I take control of my day. Mm -hmm. So you start your day an hour and a half before he wakes up so that you have time to do your makeup and to feel good and to have some you time, correct? Yeah, I do. And it's harder. Like I used to be able to wake up early every day mm -hmm. and like it came so easy to me now it's a lot harder but I know from just this past year that if I don't wake up before him my day just doesn't run mm -hmm. very well so I, I I make that time for myself in the morning to just like even if it's not to do my makeup or to get ready it's like to finish up work a little bit or to read or to you know just have alone time right. so making that time is so important it's a lot harder to do when you're a parent but it's very important yeah no i agree yeah well thank you so much for sharing your story i really appreciate it because yeah. i know i got the scoop guys <laughs> be, I, you know what? i'm not gonna post this i'm gonna sell this shit who wants this story uh no so i really appreciate you coming on and just you know talking about your experience as a mom because i know yours hasn't been the traditional route but it's yeah. been amazing to see your journey and I love you so much as a friend, you know that. Mm. And I'm just so grateful that I met you and that you were part of my life. And you are, like I said, and I've told you this whole weekend, like I'm so proud of you and I watch you and it's just like, you need to give yourself a little bit more grace because I, I honestly feel like you're fucking killing it. So oh, thank I you. love you so much. I love you too. And I appreciate you just being there for me and having me on your podcast and letting me share my story finally, because it is something that I wanted to do, but, um, I, like I said, I've been trying to just figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that is the scoop. That's the story. That's so. the story of <laughs> little baby Elijah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I will put all her Instagram, um, stuff in the link below guys, in case you guys want to follow her or hit her up. And you know, I is always answering girls questions on her stories and stuff like that. So if there's any kind of, you know, questions or even if you guys resonate with her, hit her up. Cause it means a lot. I know some of you girls actually reached out to, um, Suzette last week and like the messages that you guys are sending in are just absolutely amazing. And like I've said before, if you could just share the podcast on your story, guys, we hit 10 K on Instagram, which is like such a fucking big deal for me. Yeah, like I was huge. so excited and I'm just so grateful for you guys. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be doing a giveaway really soon. So Stay tuned for that. And, you know, like I said, I love you guys so, so much. Thank you guys for the support. Don't forget, new merch Sunday. So be on the lookout for that. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.